We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome to a micro edition of Russell and Medhurst. Short show, two-hour sprint today. Maryland's got a one-hour pregame show for its football games. That'll come your way today as they get set to take on NC State. Hey, bowl games for the Terps. That's what it's all about. Mike Loxley delivering on the promises that he made when he took over the program. Now the next step is to continue to find more of that local talent that we swear is as good as talent in Florida, Texas, Georgia, Louisiana. That means he's got to get the best of the best out of this area. And if he can do that, then, yeah, then they can take that next step and go compete with the top of the Big Ten, which, oh, by the way, two teams from their division, two, not one, two, are in the college football playoff coming up tomorrow. How about that? Two teams from the Big Ten East. Yes, the two power brokers, Ohio State and Michigan. You know, Penn State was probably an elite quarterback away, you know, from maybe challenging themselves, you know, at least in their minds. They feel that we're this close. I'm not sure if they are truthfully, but, again, that's what Maryland's got to, you know, get through if they're going to get to that level. But at least it's back-to-back postseasons delivered here by Coach Loxley and his staff as they will take on former ACC rival NC State coming up today at 12 o'clock. Last night, as I'm perusing social media, you know, I'm I'm sitting there, you know, I'm, I've got caps on, I'm watching college basketball, I'm watching college football, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh yeah, I see somebody go, wait a minute, aren't the Cowboys playing tonight? <laughs> Again, because this game was on Internet only on Amazon Prime. You know, people are like, oh, yeah, I forgot there was an NFL game. So, I mean, it's it, it was it's weird, man, with this stuff on the Internet. And, and, look, I'm a guy that lives on ESPN+, Plus, particularly during basketball season. Okay? I live on ESPN+, Plus because I love college hoops. I mean, it's, it's really, uh, as Chris Miller would say, it's in my bag. That's what I would reach into every day the world of college hoops college hoops college football and then we can get into all the 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 pro sports if you want to at at that point but I mean yeah I mean everybody's going oh yeah I forgot the Cowboys are playing I'm I'm looking at you know friends on Facebook people that are Cowboys fans oh yeah I forgot Dallas was playing tonight so so there is this there is this inherent risk and certainly the numbers even with a team like the Cowboys that's the litmus test of the internet-only stuff. Now, the diehards knew. The diehards, you know, knew where it was going to be. You know, we're all getting ready to shell out because I, I have no choice. Based on, where I, based on where I live, I can't watch all the Commanders games. Now, I might be able to do something about that, but I've got to, you know, I'm going to have to knife the, the 
provider that I have right in the back because they're losing the Sunday ticket, which I have, in uh, and it's gonna the price is essentially gonna double. Now, hopefully, this option that they're talking about, where you can buy, you know, something that is centric to your team only, then yeah, maybe that makes it more affordable for me. But with what they're talking about the price of the Sunday ticket being, there's no shot Pedro's paying for that. No shot, I can't. I mean, it's just cost prohibitive uh, at that number. Now, hopefully the individual channels, because my youngest, my youngest of two sons have been a Rams fan for, you know, since all the way back in the uh, fastest show on turf days, because that's what was happening when he was a kid. He's been a Rams fan since then. And, you know, he would want that select team option. So hopefully the individual team option is something that ends up being a little bit more affordable because what they're talking about on YouTube TV for the potential price of this thing, uh, Pedro's got no shot at paying for that. No shot. It's just out, outside of my price range. So, But last night, I mean, we're sitting there, you know, looking around, and all of a sudden you're seeing notes about, oh, uh, you know, Derrick Henry's not going to play, and Tennessee's playing Josh Dobbs, who's been there a week. D- Josh Dobbs has been there a week. They played him. Now, I'm I was I'm imagining they were protecting everybody. You're going to get Willis next week, I would imagine, against Jacksonville. That's winner take all next week between Tennessee and Jacksonville. So last night, Tennessee basically played that like an exhibition game. They bring Dobbs in for a week to protect Willis, not playing Henry, missing three defensive starters. So it was. I mean, look, I felt for. I mean, Al Michaels will probably tell you in a private moment this may be the worst year of certainly NFL play by play that he's ever experienced in some of these Thursday night packages. Dallas, for its efforts last night, was not sharp. They won, but they weren't sharp. And, you know, I mean, I, look, it's a Thursday night game. And and you're not going to be sharp. The, the To me, Thursday night game is about survival for NFL teams. It, it's simply surviving. Win no matter what. 6-3, 26-3. Doesn't matter. It, whatever you got to do to get through the game. You know, Dak threw 41 times last night because they didn't have Tony Pollard. You're not going to give Elliott, you know, a monster workload at this point. Davis was okay. I mean, the average pretty much almost four yards carry. C.D. Lamb, look, uh, you know, Chris and I can go back and forth on this. Um, if, I'm, if I've got a football team and I have a chance to have C.D. Lamb, I'm going to take C.D. Lamb on my football team. C.D. Lamb can go get the football. Is he going to drop one once in a while? Absolutely. Watch Johnny Wilson drop one last night from Florida State. They're 6'7 wide receiver. It's going to be a good pro. Okay? He ended up with over 200 yards in the game for Florida State last night. And all these bowl games, we'll get to those coming up top of the hour. Joe Miller's going to preview the play playoff with us at the top of the hour coming up tomorrow. And Florida State uh, last night in Oklahoma is a tremendous bowl game. Tremendous bowl game. Everybody talked about all these kids opting out. And everybody, look, guys were playing for both teams last night, and – it was fun football to watch. So don't tell me people don't want to compete still, okay, because that's just not true. But last night, Dallas was simply in survival mode. Let's do whatever we got to do to get through this thing, and then we've got now 10 days to prepare for Washington in the final game if there are significant stakes on the line in some capacity uh, for each team. So Dak wasn't great. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't great. Threw a couple of picks, you know, in the game last night. Dobbs, for a guy that had been there a couple of days. Now, look, he's obviously he's a veteran. He's been in a lot of camps. 
Last night was his first career start in an NFL game in a regular season. They threw the ball. How about this? Tennessee threw the ball 39 times. I mean, you talk about you know, we were ta- what we were talking about yesterday, okay? We were talking about what's your personality? What's your team's personality? What's their identity? We know what Tennessee's identity is. It's, it's give the ball to Derrick Henry and hope it's third down, and once we give it to Derrick Henry again. So last night, you know, Hassan Haskins, the kid from Michigan, is, is handling the pill. And, you know, I mean, he had 12 carries in the game, but, you know, Dallas held him to under four yards. So when you're getting held under four yards carry, you know, you got to do some other things. Josh Dobbs threw the ball 39 times for Tennessee. 20 of 39, a touchdown and an interception in the game. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it, it's Thursday night football. If you expect greatness on Thursday night, you're a fool. If you get it, you applaud it. But if you if you if you're if you're turn, tuning into Thursday night NFL football and expecting a great product, then you're fooling yourself. The NFL the NFL is scamming us on Thursday night football. It's the game we love the most. It's not even close. Forty you know forty million people tune in on Christmas Day to watch NFL. Four million watch the NBA. Okay, it's not even close. Not even close. Get just get out of that discussion. The NFL is king so far and away. It's why we all talk about it from September to January. We talk about pretty much NFL. Why? Because that's what all of you talk about. That's what all of you watch. The numbers belie it. You know what I mean? Whatever the hell belie means. Somebody said it. It sounded like I used it right. So I'm going to use it. But the numbers the numbers show us. Okay? It's not even close. So they can perpetrate this scam on a lack of quality on Thursday night. By just giving you the headline, hey, it's the Dallas Cowboys. And as long as the Dallas Cowboys are on the marquee, eyeballs are on it. Because, A, they're, the, they're one of the few teams that cross over. Okay, People don't have to be in Dallas. People love the uniforms, the star on the helmet. And it's, it's carried over through family generations. So there are a lot of people that still root for the star. The NFL puts the Dallas Cowboys on the marquee. They could put it on at midnight, 2 a.m., whatever. Hey, it's going to be Dallas versus Tennessee from Shanghai, which means you're going to watch it at 2 a.m. in America. Guess what? People, people are going to get up, and they're going to tune their eyeballs to it because it's the Dallas Cowboys, whether we like it or not in this area. That's the reality. So I'll be interested to see. And if you notice, they don't. A lot of times they don't come running out with the numbers the next day and go, oh, we have this many viewers and stuff like that every Thursday night. you got to go look for that stuff a little bit. So, uh, But, again, Dallas getting the job done last night, and they sit at 12-4 and four with one more to go. Now they, they need two Philadelphia losses and some you know, other math to work. So I guess technically they're interested observers in Philadelphia's game with the Saints coming up this weekend so you know if Philadelphia for some reason starts to lose some traction here and I would say with the way Philadelphia played last week against Dallas I don't think they're losing that traction they played with Gardner Minshew and still scored 34 points made a couple of mistakes helped Dallas uh, a little bit and then Dallas with the door open said all right we're gonna go in thank you we're gonna come in we're gonna eat your sausage we're gonna eat your bacon and then we're gonna leave with a W and they did so uh, I can't imagine New Orleans could beat Philadelphia this week. So that would take the division out of play for Dallas, at least in that standpoint. Now, on the other hand, 
you look at you know the overall standings with Minnesota and San Francisco as well. There's still some jockeying um, to be had, you know, for those teams. But if the Saints, if, if unless the Saints can beat the Eagles, Dallas can only be a wild card and only be the top wild card at that point. So, you know. If you, if you like the loser mentality of, hey, Dallas isn't going to have anything to play for that week, you know, if that's what you really need to win the game for your team, then we really need to reevaluate, you know, what we've got going on here in Washington. But we know what it is for Washington now. It's, it's a simple deal. We've talked about it all week. It's a situation that they've had opportunity a couple times before, you know, in the Dan Snyder era. Hey, all we got to do is win, and we're in, and they can't win. You know, it's an offense right now that when you look at the National Football Conference, okay, in the NFC, there are only two teams that have scored fewer points than the Washington Commanders, the defending world champion, Los Angeles Rams, who've played the last few weeks without their starting quarterback, without Cooper Cup. They have scored 281 points. And then there's the NFC South first place team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, quarterbacked by Tom freaking Brady. Worst in the NFC, 266 points. Okay, 266. Only the Colts and Texans and Steelers are worse. So when you you start to look at your production, We circle back to why, again, it's Carson Wentz. It's because the offense wasn't scoring enough. Defensively, Washington's number two in the division. Philadelphia's given up 308. Washington just 313. Now, when you look at the overall specter in the NFC, the 49ers have just been tremendous. They've only allowed 230 points on the entire season. And, yes, they've had quarterback issues. They've had Debo Samuel injury issues. And they've scored 375 points. So, despite all that, that's a team that's scored almost 100 more points than Washington has. With Jimmy Garoppolo. A guy, no, we can't have Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't want to trade for him. No, we, we can't. We, we're worried about that shoulder. Uh, we're not going to make that deal. And yet, there's San Francisco sitting at 375 on the season. And winners of eight in a row now with Brock Purdy taking over here in recent weeks at the quarterback spot. So, again, those of you that want to – we talk about how great. You want to argue? Do you want to argue that we're overrating the skill people? Because if you want to bring that argument to the table, I'll be glad to put you on the air and let you make a case for it, okay? Because you may sound like a foolish – politician, school board member, anybody else that's unprepared when they speak publicly, if you want to bring that argument to the table that the skill people in Washington are not as good as we're making them out to be. If you have that argument, I'm willing to listen. Matt will put you at the top of the list, okay? He'll put you at the top of the list if you don't believe McLaurin, Dotson. Yes, I know Dotson was missing for a couple of weeks. Certainly a factor. How many points, though, overall? Maybe 15, 16 more, 20 more. Okay, puts you at 305. Still puts you in the bottom end of the spectrum. Puts you down there with the, up there with the Saints and the Bears who are at 303. 
the Cardinals at 308. The Cardinals, who've won four games, okay, have still scored 308 points, okay? This move is strictly made because Ron and Scott are looking for more points. They are hoping for more red zone execution. They are hoping for a few more accurate throws on time down the field where receivers have the route won. And they're hoping that that route goes for an explosive play and a touchdown as opposed to a, quote, back shoulder catch and tackle at the spot of the catch. That's what Ron Rivera and Scott Turner are looking for right now. Yeah, Scott's going to keep giving it to Brian Robinson. Yeah, what you all have talked about, I guarantee you Scott Turner gives us that. We're going to establish Brian Robinson, and then we're going to try play action deep balls off of that. You're going to hope the offensive line protects long enough to do that. But Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, De'Ami Brown, Curtis Samuel, they can run. Okay, They can get separation quickly. It's up to Wentz at that point to put the ball accurately on their hands and let their feet do the rest of the work. I don't care if Carson has to throw it 20 yards and they run 60. That's a possibility if you throw the ball on time. That's exactly what Ron and Scott Turner are hoping for. So if you think those skill players are overrated, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. But the proof is in the pudding. Proof is in the pudding. You're down there with the Rams and the Buccaneers who have been pedestrian at best on offense. I mean, look, if you if you hey, look, 285 gets you separation from the Broncos. They're at 232. Okay? 285 puts you in the neighborhood of the Titans who are at 282. And we know, we know they don't want their quarterback to throw the ball a whole lot because they give it to Derrick Henry and put in his belly a, a bunch. The Jets at 284. This is the company you're keeping. So let's review. The company you're keeping. The Jets have seven wins. The Steelers, seven wins. The Titans, seven wins. You sense a trend here? I do. Buccaneers, seven wins. What does seven wins get you? Unless you're in the NFC South or the AFC South, it doesn't put you in first place. Two teams in the NFC East combined for 25 wins. Two double-digit winners. That's the division you're keeping. That's the company you're keeping. Guess what? The Giants are going to get better under Brian Dable. This was just the first year. Now, three years from now, God willing, if we're all here still talking about this and the Giants aren't better, I'll eat that crow. But I'm telling you, that operation is going up. That trajectory is up. They're, they're 1-0-1 against you this year. They're a game ahead of you, and they had no expectations coming into this season. So before you even look at the rest of the NFC, the NFC South excluded right now because of its mediocrity as a whole. You're looking at having to keep company with the 49ers, the Vikings, the Cowboys-Eagles, who are all 11 wins or more. Folks, you got to score more points. The offense has to be more explosive. You, you want to try and win with Brian Robinson carrying the ball 30 times in a game? Hey, maybe that'll work once in a while. Maybe you will be able to keep it for 40 minutes every now and then. Maybe you will be able to get a couple of eight-minute drives, nine-minute drives that produce touchdowns because – If you do maximize those kind of drives, yes, that will work for you. 
But as we know in the NFL, that's not going to work all the time. It can't. It just doesn't. 49ers not going to let you run it down their gullet. I think you can run the ball against Dallas. I don't think you can consistently run the ball a ton against Philadelphia. Can some. But that's going to require that's going to require more elite players on the offensive line to do that. Your offensive line is banged up. You got dudes that are being held together with bailing wire. Trey Turner, no chance Trey's 100% right now. That dude's gutting it out. I give that guy a hell of a lot of credit because he could he could be on the sideline and no one would bat an eye because there's no chance he's 100% right now. He's playing on guts. That's what pros do. You know, Wes Schweitzer is like the 65th guy to play center for this team this year. That's where you're at. That's where you're at. So you're not you're not going to give the ball to Brian Robinson. He'd have to be Superman to carry it 30 times for 144 yards like a John Riggins would in that situation. But football's not the same as it was when Rigo was closing out teams in the playoffs and carrying the ball 38 times. It's just not the way the game is played anymore. And if you're going to win, Carson Wentz has got to come up with some plays for you, utilizing those great skill people that you've acquired. That's what it's going to take to win over the next two weeks. Let's talk about it. 301-230-0980. Your thoughts as we go into, look, every, every time we say, oh, it's the biggest game of the year. Well, it is. You win, you keep everybody else at bay. They can't pass you if you win. That's a fact, and that's the best fact that you can ask for each and every week. They can't pass you if you keep winning. That's where Washington is, at least fortunately, going into the final two weeks of the season. We're live on a Friday morning, 9 to 11. Maryland and NC State coming up at 12 noon. Joe Miller previews the playoff with us coming up at 10. It's you and me until 11 right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Scott Turner said yesterday, we want to be physical. Talked about playing those good pass rushers the last couple of weeks. Look, that's the reality. I mean, the reality is is who you're playing each week on the schedule. But remember what I told you yesterday? The identity of the team is what Scott Turner makes it that week. Just like we were talking about it last night, Josh Dobbs threw 39 times for Tennessee. That's not what they do. That's not the Tennessee Titans' identity. It's usually turning around and giving it to Derrick Henry. But situation dictated last night that without him, without Ryan Tannehill III, 
they had to do something different last night. So the identity of your team from week to week is determined by your offensive coordinator and the plays that they call. You can, I mean, look, everybody, oh, yeah, that's a physical football team. They gave it to Brian Robinson 25 times that week. Yeah, because that's what, that's what it dictated. Okay? That's what it dictated. Now, for all of that physicality that they talk about with that team, you know, Ryan Tannehill has only thrown the ball more than 30 times four times this season. Okay? So on four occasions – you know, they deemed it necessary to throw the ball a little bit more than they normally do. So it, it your offensive coordinator every week is the one that determines that. You don't go into a season, yeah, we're this big, physical, rough-shod football team. Well, if you're down 21 nothing, you're not sticking in Derrick Henry's stomach anymore. You're not giving it to Brian Robinson anymore. We've seen that. Hell, we've been down a touchdown. Hey, we're going to throw it. Next drive, we're going to throw, throw, throw. That's what we do. Throw, throw, throw. Because I've got great concepts that we can hit. Throw, throw, throw. Oh, the throw didn't get there. Oh, the guy got sacked. Oh, that screws up the concept. Good concept, bad execution. That's where Washington has been at times. It's been hit or miss. We saw the glorious in the opening week against Jacksonville. Wentz hitting a streaking Terry McLaurin. And we were all down on our knees, hands to the heavens going, yes, this is what we've been waiting for. And by the Bears game, that was that was non-existent. And we were begging Scott Turner and Ron to do something different at quarterback. And, of course, injury dictated that. And they did. So Scott Turner is the one that dictates this week to week. He can, he can, he can give you the coaching cliche. Yeah, we're going to be physical. We want to we knock the other team right in the mouth. Yeah, that's, that's great. It's great until you're down 14-3 and you got to do something else. So that's – when we talk about personality, we talk about identity. But the key is being multiple. The key is being able to do multiple things well. Throw the ball well when you have to. Sure, there's a lot more risk involved in throwing the ball. We know that by nature. But you've got to be able to do that. You've got to be able to make plays in that regard. Okay, There are some teams that don't necessarily – subscribe to that theory. Sure, Kansas City puts it in McKinnon and uh, Pacheco's belly a couple of times a game. They're 12-3. and three. Why? They've got the great improviser. Okay? They've got Patrick Mahomes. Make, makes a lot of things easier for you when you have a talent of that magnitude at that position. Why? They score points. Okay? There are a lot of people trying to – I mean, everybody's trying to compare Taylor Heineke here, and here's the other problem – we're trying to compare Taylor Heineke to all these other players. No, that's not fair. That's not fair to Taylor Heineke. It's not fair to Taylor Heineke. He's Taylor Heineke. That's who he is. Okay, he's not. Yeah, he scrambles and makes an off-schedule throw. Oh, my God, he's Patrick Mahomes. Okay, on that one play, yes. On that one play, yes, he gave you something that Patrick Mahomes gives you. But but that's not fair to, that's not fair to him. That's not fair to Scott Turner. That's not fair to Scott Turner. Scott, you've got Patrick Mahomes there. Use him just like that. No, that's that's not it. That's not it. Guy makes the play, great. I mean, Kyler Murray has a lot of the same improvisational wiggle that Patrick Mahomes does. He's nowhere near as successful a quarterback. Can't imagine why. 
Maybe he doesn't have the other weapons around him. Yeah, they got DeAndre Hopkins. Their offensive line's not great. Guy's running for his life. Shocker, he got hurt. Got hurt. Starts with the people up front. Not necessarily from a road grader run game blocking perspective. They got to be able to protect the passer. I mean, I, I, I you, you know, if Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl got beat up pretty good. Lost the game. You get to the quarterback, doesn't matter how great he is, if you get to him, you know, I mean, you're, you're not winning. So we talk about great skill people here. You know, I, again, as I said, I believe firmly in my mind that only the Bengals have three receivers with more proven ability than what Washington has. So you, you go out there, I think, with a great advantage every week. The object is to try and figure out how to utilize that advantage. And, you know, Scott wants to use it because we see him call those plays every week. Just a matter of getting them executed. Let's go to the phones, 301-230-0980. Eight minutes away from a trending alert. We'll get you up to date what happened last night around the NFL. And, of course, the NHL caps dropping one in overtime. A couple of college hoops games locally as well. Start things off with Jeff this morning in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? Uh, I think you hit the head, the nail right on the head, Pete. You could have Jerry Rice and Art Monk out there. If you don't have an accurate quarterback, you're just dead in the water. I mean, look, proof is in the pudding, Hoss. I mean, you know, we go back and we can find every now and then the NFL is littered with a Trent Dilfer who was a capable thrower, but on that team basically was under under orders to not screw it up, Okay. And they called plays offensively, not screwed up. Why? Because they had one of the greatest defenses in the history of the game. Uh, very simple. Yep. So, I mean, yep. think of all those. I mean, look, look at all those years that the Bears had the 46 under Buddy Ryan. It still only netted them one Super Bowl. You know, they had that one year in 85 where they were the great, one of the greatest things we've ever seen. It only netted them one Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm heading to Dulles in about an hour and 15 minutes to watch Burrow versus Allen live on Monday night. And that. You know, people are going to be so tired of the hype of that by the time Monday rolls around. But those are the guys, you know, when receivers are coming out of their breaks, the ball is already on the way to them. It, it, they don't have to reach way out of their way to get it. Um, I love those three receivers for the commanders. But, I mean, you got to put the ball in their hands. Well, I mean, think about this, too. You know, look at what you're going to see. Both teams, you know, they have, an, they have elite playmakers. Chase, I think Higgins is borderline elite. Boyd is a Boyd. Boyd would be a great number two on a lot of teams, if not a borderline one. And the other club's going to run digs out there at you, who we know is an elite receiver. Uh, Gabe Davis is a one. Gabe Davis is a one on a lot of teams. So that's why it's so important for both of those clubs to have guys like Burrow, like Allen. And, and, look, those guys miss throws, too. They're human beings. Don't get me wrong. Yep. They miss throws yep. from time to time. But they don't miss as many as your, your average quarterbacks do. And that's the problem no. for the average quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Last week, Joe and, uh, and TB had that miscommunication that led to a pick. And Joe kind of read them the riot act on the sideline a little bit. And uh, then, you know, at the press conferences yesterday, they're like, yep, we watched the film. I promise you that's not going to happen again. So, um but I, you know, I, I, I'll definitely be watching closely. I, I get to watch UGA and enemy territory Saturday night, and with uh, I'll be watching the Commanders on Sunday. It'd be nice if they pulled it out. Definitely. I mean, look, they, if they don't beat Cleveland, they don't deserve to go to the playoffs. I mean, it's real no. simple. 
I, I, I give them – look, last week, last week I give Washington a – look, I give them a pass. That's San Francisco. That's a great defense. Uh, if you beat them, then, hey, you got even more here than you thought you did. This week, though, this is, this is what – this is what – if you're trying – Ron's trying to establish a, a playoff culture. If you're going to be a positive playoff culture – this is the game you have to win. There can you cannot drop this football game Sunday against the Browns. You just can't. Yeah, and Plain Mike's and been talking all week, and I, I see it twice a year. We talked about it. If, if you don't contain Miles Garrett, you have no chance of winning that game. No chance, my friend. Jeff, appreciate it. Yep. Fly safe out there have to Cincinnati. One, you got it. Let's go to Little. What's up, Little? Hey, what's up, Pete? Thank you for taking my call. Happy New Year to you, man. S- same to you, hey. pal. I tell you one thing, Pete. You know, I hate to use Dallas for any kind of problem or anything, man. But you see how Dallas put that tight end at the goal line to lead it, lead that line to get up oh, in the yeah. end zone. Sure, it's it's, play, it's plays like that, man. When I'm sitting, especially when they're on the road, when they well, I'm a bit the game, son. But when they playing the way I'm home, I was telling Matt as I'm eating pickle beef and uh, cucumbers with, <laughs> with, with vinegar sauce to keep my pressure down, man. It's a little common sense plays like that, man. So. Mr. Turner, if you listen, man, come on, man. Come on, everybody see what's going on, man. It, you know, stuff like that, we, we shake our own head. I, even John Riggins used to have my man, used to lead him in the end zone. I can't, what's his name, Ham, uh, Harmon? Uh, well, on, Otis, Otis Wansley. Otis Wansley. Yeah, Wansley, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, yeah, even John Riggins had a lead, a, lead back, a lead blocker. Yep. And these linebackers in this league now, Pete, man, they so, man, they, they licking their chops to see that. Oh, they got a what? Come on, they lick it. See, you think he can fool somebody? Come on, man. Ain't no chickenry, man. It's man, oh man, oh Mister Mister um 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 Turner at the at the one y'all line. Even if we need one y'all on the on the fourth and one, man, oh man, oh. A P. God bless. Stay up, man. Thanks, little. Appreciate you, pal. Always hoping to stay up. That's for sure. Because if you're up, everything is good. You're breathing. And you get to talk to people like you each and every day here. Look, there's no look. There's there's fewer Kyle use checks running around than there ever was because we want the spread. We want to spread you out with athletic tight ends. We want to spread you out with great wide receivers. Okay, we love the single setback. The fullback is gone, you know, uh, gone by way of the the dodo bird. I mean, at, at this point, if you have one on your roster. That guy better be a great special teams player and doing other things for you because that's a valuable roster spot. But I don't see why. Here's the problem. Bates is probably the only guy capable on this team that is really a reasonably polished blocker at this point. You could play him at that spot and help him. You know, He could help lead the way for your running back on fourth down, you know, helping plow the hole there. So why not experiment with that a little bit more in short yardage? I mean, short yardage right now, you you know, I mean, there's some great analogies I could use, but probably gross, so I'm not going to do that. Um, But it looks like Washington is straining so bad when they try a fourth down in one play or a third down in one play. It is such a strain. It's like, oh, we're trying to get one yard. Oh, did we get it? Did we get it by an inch? I mean, it just looks so difficult. And right now, if you're Scott Turner, you've got to find a way uh, to come up with a package that is more conducive to converting on short yardage. Maybe it is putting a Bates back there, offset in front of 
the single you know back in that situation. And, and take your chances, like Little said, mano a mano, our offensive line and our tight end blocking and trying to open up that hole to make it happen for Brian Robinson. And, oh, by the way, can we make sure – can we make sure that it's Brian Robinson carrying the ball? Omar Nelson and I used to have great discussions on this. Pride of Kennedy High, Naval Academy grad, chief of staff over at the Naval Academy. Great great running back in his time at, at the Naval Academy. When you have a key play, put your best personnel on the field. Put your best personnel on the field. Who's your best short yardage back? It's Brian Robinson, right? It's Brian Robinson. I don't care if the other team sees Brian Robinson in the backfield. If Scott, like Scott Turner said, we want to be physical. Hey, we're going to come to the line of scrimmage with a bullhorn. Uh, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to give this ball to number eight, and he's going to run it right down your sternum. Pow. Okay, let's do that. Announce it to him, and then let's go block him and get that guy, help that guy get a yard. Because you never know, a short yardage play, if he busts it through there, it might go for a lot more. But, but have your best personnel on the field in those situations. You have to. If, if, I don't get, if, I, if I get beat not using my best, that's on me. That's on me. If I'm Ron Rivera, I get in the headset and I tell Scott Turner, every short yardage play, eight has to be in the game. And this week you may not have much of a choice because Gibson's been banged up. So, uh, by the way, Benjamin St. Juice didn't go yesterday because of an ankle. Derek Forrest was out uh, due to an illness. Cam Curl and Percy Butler did do some things out there yesterday. That's a good sign. You need the quarterback of your defense out there in Cam Curl. It's ever hey look, man, it's all hands on deck this week. Because if you lose, you open the door to three other teams. And that can't happen. Let's take a look at what's trending. All right, Cowboys improved to twelve and four, getting the job done. Wasn't the most aesthetically pleasing game, but again, at this time of the year, man, it's just win. Just win and keep on trucking. They beat the Titans last night, who played incredibly shorthanded by a count of 27-13. to 13. Maryland coming up today, 12 o'clock, 11 a.m. for the pregame show. They take on NC State in their bowl game. So we'll have that for you coming up at 11 o'clock this morning. Teams have made their respective playoff destinations. Michigan, TCU, Georgia, Ohio State coming up in the college football playoff, which will be had tomorrow on New Year's Eve, and the Wisconsin Badgers going to dip into the transfer portal. Tanner Mordecai, guy's got some pro potential out there, dual-threat guy, can run, and obviously has a terrific arm. At one point was at Oklahoma. Looks like the Badgers are going to add him in the transfer portal. Caps losing overtime last night to Ottawa. Washington heads to Orlando to face a very shorthanded Orlando Magic team who had eight guys suspended for their part in a brawl the other night in the NBA, a total of 11 players suspended between the Magic and the Pistons in that altercation. That's a look at what's happening on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. with you until 11 o'clock this morning. Maryland NC State at that time. Joe Miller joins us in about eight minutes to talk the playoff which comes up this weekend. 
couple of big brands in there, no doubt. And then there's the little guy, TCU. So can Georgia, can Ohio State pull off the upset against Georgia? Certainly have the material to do so. And remember, that Georgia personality is we're coming to the line. Scrimmage is going to beat you up. Michigan, same thing. So, you know, Georgia's got the AARP quarterback in Stetson Bennett here in this game. Somehow, enough voters voted him to be fourth in the Heisman Trophy voting. I didn't think he was quite that good this year, but, you know, everybody has a vote. I mean, that you talk about something that's got too many voters, by the way. The Heisman Trophy's got too many voters. I mean, you got people that barely watch college football now uh, that still have a vote. So um, I would love to see that that number uh, slim down a little bit. But, uh, you know, Stetson Bennett has kind of defied the odds. We'll talk about that with Joe coming up top of the hour. Let's get a couple more calls in here. 301-230-0980. Let's go to Wayne. Wayne, you're up next on the Team 980. Hello. Wayne going once, twice, and sold. Let's go to Lou. What's up, Lou? What's going on, Pete? How you doing, man? I'm always good, pal. Appreciate you. Good to hear that. Good to hear that, man. But uh, yeah, I just want to, you know, my um, my feeling about Sunday, man. I just have a bad feeling, man. I just don't trust this organization and and this staff, and you know, it's just I I, I don't know, man. I just I just I just have a bad feeling. I, I think they blew their chance. Not, you know, at least getting one of the Giants game. And it's going to come down to that and, you know, on to the offseason. You know, I'm not, you know, waiting for no scenario or whatever it might be. You know, this team got to win. This, they blew their chance. So now they, you know, I know it's Cleveland, you know, they come in here and they don't have anything to play for. But I just don't see us, unless they, you know, Scott Turner and wake up and have a game plan for that for the O line and, and, and have a, a, a protection for for the quarterback and, and especially Miles Garrett, man, that guy freaks. He he just scary. So I just hope if they if they could do that, but uh, I just I just don't see that happening. I mean, we've seen it two weeks in a row, and I, yeah, man, I, I just think you know they play off hopes is going to die on Sunday, and um, yeah, that's, I just hope they you know they they prove me wrong, but I gotta go. I, I have to go. I have to go with the you know with the uh, you know what other people think. So not what other people think, but you know the the the, the whole you know the odds makers they think that we supposed to be the favorite and, and beat this team. We not we we ain't supposed to be a favorite against any team, man. So, but it is what it is, and um that's what I wanted to say, man. I appreciate you taking my call, Pete. Enjoy your weekend. You too, Lou. Thank you. Appreciate you, pal. Yeah, I mean, look, look. I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, the roster's good enough to beat some people. I mean, they, 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 let's 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 not. Um, I can understand your frustration, no question, no question. I can understand the frustration of a Commanders fan right now. But this team's this team's better than a lot of other teams. This team is is okay. I mean, they've got some parts. They're better than Cleveland, in my opinion. I don't care if they have Deshaun Watson uh, at at quarterback or not. I think the roster as a whole and in totality is better right now. I'll take my chances with my, my skill guys going out there this week. I'm definitely going to take my chances with the defense. I'm riding with the D. Jack Del Rio was even very very positive about Chase Young yesterday. So imagine, I think we're going to get an even better Chase Young this week. Okay? Chase just needed to know that he could go out there and play and not be hurt. And, and you saw that energy and that enthusiasm 
that we associate with 99 when he's playing. It was great to see. It's what, we're, it's what you're hoping for. And ultimately, you're, you're hoping that that can continue now for him. This defense has been decent for a while. Now you add him back to it, it's like making a trade without giving up any compensation. And that addition, hopefully, will pay some dividends here over the last two weeks of the season. Joe Miller joins us to talk playoff next. Then back to your calls at 301-230-0980 right here on the Team 98 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.